I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 393 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I am doing something that I have never done before on the podcast. Today, my guest is not a father, not yet anyway. New England Patriots tight end Matt Lacoste is expecting his first child in November. I thought it would be really cool to bring on an about-to-be dad and listen to his thought process and what he's feeling, his expectations, and so on. I know that quite a few of you listeners out there are in the same boat. I get many emails from you guys who are about-to-be dads that really enjoy the podcast here, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Matt played college football at Illinois. He had stints with the Giants, the Jets, the Broncos, and now the tight end of the New England Patriots. He had a very difficult decision to make whether or not he should play the 2020 NFL season uh, with the threat of COVID-19 and a pregnant wife. He's going to tell us all about that and so much more. Matt LaCoste will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Matt Lacoste was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the NFL tight end and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and based on your feedback here, I'm going to decide whether or not I should bring on any other about-to-be dad. So I really need your help. Please let me know your thoughts on today's episode. Shoot me an email over at firstclassfatherhood at gmail.com. The link is always in the description of every episode. Or hit me with a DM on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. All right, and joining me tomorrow to close out the week is going to be a Navy SEAL who is running for Congress in Wisconsin. Derek Van Orden will be here for a Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood, so don't miss out on that. Be sure you are following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who will be joining me here next week, as well as my special guest announcement for episode 400 of the podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, please consider leaving me a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're enjoying this podcast. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this show to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with about-to-be father, Matt LaCoste. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped. And dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. Joining me now, about to be father, Matt LaCoste. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, hey, listen, this is a pleasure for me. Something different for the show here, for the listeners. Uh, let's just get it started like this here. Uh, hit the listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, so um, 
This was going to be my sixth season in the NFL. I played three seasons uh, with the New York Giants. I played uh, one season, two seasons with the uh, – I played one season with the Denver Broncos, and uh, this would have been my second season with New England Patriots. Uh, my wife and I are expecting our first child in 10 weeks. Um, so for my uh, family safety, I decided to opt out of the season, especially with it being our first child and everything going on. Um, definitely putting family first. Uh, one of the toughest decisions I've ever made in my life. Uh, not an easy one. A lot of phone calls, a lot of late nights trying to figure things out. Um, but we're very excited for our first child and very excited to be back to football as well. But very, very excited for this first child. Yeah, it, it, that's awesome to hear, Matt. And I know it's been it's been a tough year for everybody all around. We're all in a kind of, um, you know, untreaded waters here. We're all in new territory when it comes to this whole thing with the coronavirus. It's affected everybody's life, uh, no matter what industry you're in. So uh, I can only imagine going through this while your wife is expecting. Now, did you guys, did you do a gender reveal or are you guys waiting to the end to find out the, the gender? Yeah, so we're a little old school. We're actually waiting until the end, which has its has its pluses and minuses. When you have the baby shower, a lot of like grays and yellows and gender neutral clothes and everything, and still trying to figure out what to paint the nursery and all that fun stuff. But uh, I'm really excited just because I feel like it just builds up if you wait to find out the gender, and like it's just a bigger like emotional high once the baby gets here. Yeah, we did that with, um, like I said, I, we have four kids. We did it with one of ours. We did our, our third child. We waited until the end. So we experienced it with the with the gender reveal and with, uh, you know, waiting to find out. And I loved waiting to find out. It was awesome to be in the delivery room and get that surprise. You get very few surprises like that in your life. So it's definitely something that's worth waiting for. Exactly. Get the heart pumping a little bit. You get to see what's going <laughs> on. Yeah, we're very excited. What would you say are the... Um, well, let me, let me ask you this then. What would you say are like your right now at this moment, 10 weeks out, what are kind of your fears and concerns heading into being a father for the first time? Well, I think everyone's fear, and I'm sure you had this before kids, is like you just want a healthy baby at this point. I know everyone says it, like I don't care about the gender. Like I just want it to be healthy. And like it's the most, it's extremely cliche, but it's 100% true. Like, I, so that's obviously my number one concern. And I'd say my other concern is like, just like the day to day, like I changed my first diaper in my life about two weeks ago. So I'm very new to this. My wife, my wife is a pro, thank God. Um, but it's me just trying to figure out what to do and try to get it on like a schedule and try to make this work and learn as much as I can. I've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos to try to figure out what to do. Um, so I say I'm, I'm, I'm nervous for that side of things, but I'm hoping that I can learn enough in these next 10 weeks to not be nervous anymore. Yeah, I think Mike Tyson said it best. He said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face, and then it all goes out the window. So it's, it's one of those one of those experience things. Well, what's the relationship like with your father and your parents, and what kind of advice have they given you, if any, about uh, becoming a dad yourself? Yeah, so my parent my parents are the best. Um, they're uh, they live pretty close to us right now, so they're they're excited, uh, just as excited as we are. Um, but yeah, my relationship with my father is we're the, be we're the best of friends. Like we're we're pretty similar people. Um, we pretty much talk every day. I'm actually going out to go hang out with them tomorrow. Um, so they they did a great job raising. Uh, I have an older sister, me and my older sister. Um, and I think the best thing they taught us is you you get what you earn in this world. Um, so nothing nothing is ever handed to you. Um, don't look for an easy pass or easy way out. Um, and yeah, I think that's one of the best things that I'd like to instill in my children as well is just that work ethic. And there's a certain 
humility to it as well. And I think both my parents did a great job. And of course, like, of course they just, they loved us to death and we had a great family time and sports were a big part of our life. And, um, we just had a ton of fun and it was a great home to grow up in. That's awesome, Matt. And uh, it's great that you plan on sharing those same values. And what was it like for you, um, for you guys to see that first ultrasound? I know they're a lot better now than, than I, when I was doing it. I mean, my, my, my youngest is six, so it's been about seven years since I was looking at ultrasounds. What was the experience like for you first time seeing the ultrasound, listening to the heartbeat and that whole bit? It was like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Like it was, uh, it was heart pounding because we thought we might've had a little issue there for a second uh, without getting too in depth with everything. And then when we got to ultrasound, the, the technician had a pretty hard time finding, um, finding the baby. Um, so yeah, we were both sweating bullets there for a second, but then she found it and it was just like the biggest rush of relief and like happiness and wife started crying. I might've teared up once or twice and it was just, it was, it was awesome. And, um, something we'll probably never forget. Yeah, we, we, my wife and I, unfortunately, we went through, uh, you know, several um, miscarriages throughout, uh, you know, uh, our, our process of this. And it's, it's, it is that first trimester that you really kind of sweat it out until you feel into that safe zone. And then, you know, uh, everything is kind of on course there. So I understand, you know, the trepidation that goes along with that. You guys have the names p- picked out for either one yet or are you still waiting to see what the child so- looks like? As of right now, we're doing the same name if it's a boy or a girl, but it's like, it's not like your Alex's or something along those lines. It's it's extremely different. Um, it's more, people would say it's more of a boy's name, um, but we're obviously keeping that a secret as well as the, gen- well, we don't know the gender either, but um, we're keeping the name a secret. So it's gonna if it's a girl, I think it's going to shock some people. Yeah, I, I I think that's a great idea too because you don't want to you, you tell people the name you start hearing opinions and yeah it's the last thing you exactly. have to do. Like I dated this one girl in high school and I didn't like her so you can't call her that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that that definitely comes into play and you know Matt one one of the things that I I love to ask all the NFL uh, dads that I interview on the show and you're about to be a dad you're not sure what you're having yet and you're you're new into this what what kind of um. How do you feel about young kids playing contact football? And what do you think is a good age for them to start? We know all the stuff, reports, whatever they may be, true or false, about the CTE. So I know that's, as a dad myself, that, that that's a, a big concern for a lot of dads that are out here. Yeah, that's an awesome, that's an awesome question. Um... Today's episode is being brought to you by Mellon. Mellon has designed a hat in collaboration with Navy SEAL Jeff Nichols and the Lone Survivor Foundation. This united hat is designed to bring us together as a nation, as a global community, and as neighbors. It is designed to inspire hope in one another and to work together towards positive outcomes. This united hat stands for getting things back on track and working together to get us there. United we stand. The Lone Survivor Foundation will be donating $10 for every Mellon United hat sold. The Lone Survivor Foundation provides a no-cost post-traumatic program to help U.S. service members, veterans, and their families recover from combat trauma. Visit Mellon or tap the link in today's show notes and rock your United Mellon hat today. United, we stand. And what do you think is a good age for them to start? We know all the stuff, reports, whatever they may be, true or false, about the CTE. So I know that's, as a dad myself, that, that that's a, a big concern for a lot of dads that are out here. Yeah, that's an awesome, that's an awesome question. Um, I didn't start playing football until I was in fourth grade. Um, my dad wait, made me wait until then. And I'm a big I'm a big believer in they need to play foot, tackle contact football before they get in high school. 
and yeah, there's all those reports with CT and everything. But when you're in when you're in third, fourth, fifth grade, my personal opinion, I'm not a doctor, obviously, um, is kids aren't strong enough to put enough force through a helmet to hurt another kid. Um, and I think it's extremely important for kids to learn how to tackle, learn how to hit before they get to high school where kids are strong enough to hurt another kid, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I just want to, for my own personal children, if they want to play football, that's fine. If they don't, okay, I'm not going to push them. Um, but I will make sure that they know how to tackle and hit before they get to a certain age. Yeah, well said. And I know that we do have the options now, which there's so many flag football leagues. When I was a kid growing up, we didn't have those. They weren't available. So it was either you played in the street or you played – you know, uh, you know, organized football. So I think it's great that there's some other options out there as well today just to learn the skills of the game uh, before you start getting crushed by some of these kids that are out there, you know, they're getting after it, you know. With, with the coronavirus, you mentioned that before. That's the reason why you choose not to play this season going forward. What has the experience been like going? I know as the pregnancy gets later and later, there's more and more doctor appointments, more checkups for, you, for your wife to go through. Have you been able to be in the room with the checkups or are you uh, prohibited from going in there? What has the experience been like going through all the checkups and stuff during this whole pandemic? Yeah, so our first two ultrasounds, I was able to go in, but I haven't been able to go in since. Um, so pretty much I just drop my wife off and I just wait in the car um, for her to come out, which I, I completely understand. Like our healthcare system is trying to do the best they can to mitigate risk. Um, but yeah, it's, it sucks. It sucks not being able to go in there and be a part of it. Um, but I, I completely understand. But the day that the baby's born, I'm allowed to be back there. So that, so that'll be cool. Okay, yeah, that was just, that was my next question there to see if yeah. they had any certain restrictions. That would be uh, obviously horrible. I'd go, if they go didn't crazy, let that. crazy if I couldn't be. A, I started, <laughs> start googling home births. Now, and I understand that you're 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 planning or it's on the fence here about starting a vlog about your experience becoming a father. Um, what what was the genesis of this idea? How does your wife feel about it? And what do you, what were you thinking about doing it going forward? How would it look? How would it shape out? Well, the I guess the starting of the vlog is when I started looking at YouTube videos to try to learn how to do some of the stuff that I'm trying to learn how to do. Um, when I YouTube, like how to change a diaper, how to swaddle a baby, how to get a baby on a sleep schedule. Um, there weren't a lot of dad videos. It was a lot of mom intended, um, mom intentional, which were all great. Like the ladies I listened to really helped me out a bunch, but I just, I personally thought it'd be cool if, uh, if I could make a vlog that kind of, was geared towards dads. And then I ran the, I ran it past my sister-in-law, I ran it past my wife. I ran it past Kyle, who we both know, and everyone's just on board and thought it would be the greatest idea ever. Um, I'm an extremely conservative person. I don't like to have my face out too much around. Uh, so I kind of got to get over that, but I think it could be a good idea in a way for dads to see someone else in, in their boat. Cause obviously I'm not the perfect dad who knows everything about everything. I'm, learning just like probably a ton of them out there are. Yeah. And I think just like you said, you were on there searching for other people that went through this experience and that's what new dads will be doing as well. So to find you and see other dads going through the process, I think it's great. I, I think it would be awesome to have it out there just so dads that are a little, you know, a, a little afraid or, or uncertain about what's going to happen. At least they can see somebody going through it. And I think it's a great way to document your experience and it'll be, you know, something that you can have and hold forever. So I, I, I think it's a good idea all around. I'd love to see you do it. And, yeah. and yeah. 
I mean, I mean, as long as I keep it real, like you guys are gonna see a ton of mess ups and everything. Don't don't write my comments. You need to be doing this. Need to be doing that. I probably will figure it out for my wife. Um, so you'll see a lot of mess ups, but I think that'll be good though. Yeah, and those comments will be coming too. So you gotta oh, expect I, that. I, I mean, I already know. Like, oh, you didn't put their arm down the right way. It's like okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, social media <laughs> will throw the hammer at you for yeah, sure. But but I'll tell you what, Matt. I mean, it's it's kind of like for me. I talk about this on the show. Like the whole coronavirus quarantine has been really a blessing in disguise for so many families, mine included. Where now the six of us in my family, we get a chance to spend so much more time together, and that's awesome for me. And I know for you now. I mean, if this had worked out where it was a regular football season, it'd be very challenging for you to go through a football season and becoming a dad. I mean, I've had a couple of guys that have been in the NFL that have had to have their baby and then go to a football game the next day. And it's very difficult, uh, you know, to, to manage all that. And it just so happens that there's a great excuse for you not not to have to worry about juggling both. And it's a legitimate reason to not do it out of the concern for your family. So I think it, I think it kind of shapes out good for you and the fact that you'll be able to be there and spend as much time as you should spend with your wife and your new child. Yeah, that was kind of the number two reason. Number one was obviously I didn't want to put my wife or my child in harm because we, t- we talked to doctors and they said women late in pregnancy and newborns are at higher risk uh, for coronavirus, which makes sense. Uh, but yeah, number two is I would have to be like, I'd have to juggle my time even more than I would if it was a regular season. I wouldn't get that, that first two months, I really wouldn't get to spend that much time with my child and, and with my wife who, who also needs help and needs to sleep and everything along those lines. So it is a blessing because now I get to be full, fully in. Um, baby's due November 8th. This will be my first time home for Thanksgiving in 10 years. So our whole family will be able to get together and everything. So uh, yeah, it's a blessing in disguise. Awesome. Yeah. Are you, are you doing any type of, you have any certain routine to keep yourself in shape? Do you have any type of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the protocol would be for you. Like you, are you doing like your off season workouts? Are you trying to maintain your, your health and your conditioning for, for the seasons to come following this? Of course, of course. So yeah, uh, on another coronavirus uh, topic is we weren't allowed to this off season. We weren't allowed to go into the facility at all. So I built a gym in my garage. So that's what I'm, I'm kind of getting into and just keeping in shape the best I can. Uh, workouts will probably ramp up a little harder in December, um, but just trying to stay in good condition, good shape, and then put on some good muscle and get ready for next season. Honestly, I'm, I think I'm hungry and more motivated than ever to get out there and play next season. Uh, it's, tough. it's tough to sit back and watch, but doing it for the right reason. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, last thing I'll hit you with here, Matt. I mean, I, I, I always ask the dads that come on what kind of advice they have for other dads out there. You, you're just about to be one. So I, I would ask you, what kind of advice do you have for the guy out there that just seen the uh, yes on the pregnancy stick and just found out um, that his wife or his partner is pregnant? What kind of advice would you give that guy up to this point that you're at right now? I'd say just be, be excited and be happy by it. Um, obviously, take a, take a deep breath because it's a lot. Um, you learn a lot and, um, especially your wife will learn a lot, but be excited, be happy, be super supportive towards your wife because she is going through an extreme change and it's a lot. And I think the more you can be there for her and, uh, help her out in any way possible and not so much think about yourself in these next nine months and beyond and just really concentrate on being the best partner because they go through a crap ton of stuff and it's, it's tough. Yeah, well said. I love the message. This has really been an honor for me, Matt. I love to see the smile on your face. I know you're excited about being a dad. I can tell you're going to be a first-class father all the way. So, Matt LaCrosse, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Awesome. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Good luck to everybody out there. 
Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Matt Lacoste for coming on the podcast with me today. That was such a pleasure. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. It's really important that I get your feedback from today. I'd like to know whether or not I should continue bringing on about to be dads or not. So let me know your thoughts. Hit me with an email if you want to, firstclassfatherhood at gmail.com. The email address is in the description of today's podcast, as always. Tomorrow on the podcast, a Frogman Friday edition with Derek Van Orden, a former Navy SEAL, now running for Congress in Wisconsin, so don't miss out on that. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. Please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers, and we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Your half-truths and